0: You're listening to the living word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. We come alive as a way. The, the, so yeah, yeah. the seventh
1: from Adam. That's significant. We'll come back. The seventh from Adam prophesied about these men, these godless men. And he quotes Enoch See, the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy ones to judge everyone and to convict all the ungodly of all the ungodly acts they've done in the ungodly way and all the harsh words ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Unquote.
0: He quotes Enoch, which tells us something about Enoch. He was a preacher. All throughout the Bible, we have several accounts of different individuals of the faith. While some of these go into great detail, others often leave us curious and wanting more information than what we're given. Perhaps one of the greatest examples of these is none other than Enoch. In today's message, Pastor Danny reflects on the short mention of Enoch in the book of Hebrews. In his study, you'll gain a better understanding of the context of Enoch's life and how his faithfulness to God resulted in one of the greatest blessings recorded. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 with today's edition of The Living Word.
1: Hebrews chapter 11, find the place. And uh, another reminder, we are at a snail's pace going through Hebrews 11, and I don't apologize for that. Verse 5 is where we are. We may be in Hebrews 11 until Jesus comes. That would be fine with me. Verse five: By faith, Enoch offered. Uh, by faith, Enoch was taken from this life. Excuse me, so that he did not experience death; he could not be found, because God had taken him away. What a way to go! Anybody want to go that way? Yeah. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And it would be appropriate to read verse six along with that. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. One verse here about Enoch. By faith, he was taken from this life. He did not experience death. Only one other person we know of, and that was uh, Elijah. Elijah was taken up in a whirlwind uh, with chariots uh, and horses of fire. Angelic, uh, you must know. Angelic. And so the only two people we know recorded in the Bible that have never died are Elijah and Enoch. And some believe they are the two witnesses that come back, Revelation chapter 11, verse 3. But that's not the message today. Enoch. What else do we know about him? Well, leave Hebrews, turn to the right. You'll be able to find it next to the last book letter in your Bible, just before the book of Revelation, this little one-page letter, Jude. Turn and look just briefly at Jude. Jude is writing about godless men, godless men, some religious godless men. And here's what he says beginning in verse 14. Enoch, the seventh from Adam. That's significant. We'll come back. The seventh from Adam prophesied about these men, these godless men. And he quotes Enoch See, the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy ones to judge everyone and to convict all the ungodly of all the ungodly acts they've done in the ungodly way and all the harsh words ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Unquote. He quotes Enoch, which tells us something about Enoch. He was a preacher. And he preached, judgment is coming, and if you don't repent, if you don't repent, one day you'll face God's wrath. He was a preacher. How did you know Enoch said that? Well, just a little note. It's called the pseudepigrapha, just a big word made up of a couple of words, and when put together, it means with false title inscribed, with false title inscribed. Pseudepigrapha includes a collection of books that were written by pious Jews in the land of Palestine over years, some who lived in Egypt. And these pious Jews wrote these books, and one of the things they wrote about uh, was the condition of their people having strayed from God. That's what a lot of the books are about. Some of the books of the pseudepigrapha are the Book of Jubilees, the Book of Eden, Fourth Ezra, Testament of the Twelve Patriarchs. There's even one book called the Book of Enoch. The Pseudepigrapha contains some historical things that we can learn from, but none of them were included in the Hebrew Bible. So they're not wholly writ. Nevertheless, we can learn some things from them like Jude, verse 14 and 15, Enoch. We know from the Pseudepigrapha. Enoch was a preacher and he preached to his world. Now, one more place You'll be able to find this one turned all the way to the left in your Bible. First book of the Bible, the book of Genesis chapter 5. Genesis chapter 5. And when you find the chapter, go down to verse 18. Verse 18. When Jared had lived 162 years, he became the father of Enoch. And after he became the father of Enoch, Jared lived 800 years and had other sons and daughters. Just a little note, if you live over 800 years, you can have a lot of kids. (laughs) Altogether, Jared lived 962 years and then he died. When Enoch had lived 65 years, he became the father of Methuselah. And after he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters altogether Enoch lived 365 years notice verse 24 Enoch walked with God and then he was no more because God took him away you read through the list and it goes this guy and he died and he lived this long and he died but Enoch again he's walking along one day He's gone. I love this little story I picked up years ago. Uh, It goes like this. A little girl was asked by her mother what she learned in Sunday school that day. And her daughter said the teacher talked about this man named Enoch. Well, tell me about Enoch, said the mom. So the girl told her mother this story. Enoch lived a long time ago, and God would come by every day and say to him, Enoch, would you like to take a walk with me? Enoch would say, yes, I'd like to take a walk with you, God. And so every day God would come by Enoch's house, and Enoch would go walking with God. One day God came by and said, Enoch, let's take a long walk today. So they started out. Enoch got his coat, even packed a lunch, and they started walking. They walked, and they walked, and they walked, and finally it got late. Enoch said, God, it's really getting late and I'm a long way from home. Maybe we'd better start back. And God said, Enoch, you're closer to my home than you are to your home. So you come on and go home with me. And so mom, Enoch went home with God. Again, what a way to go. I don't know if for you, but for me, the Star Trek image of, the, you know, beam me up, Scotty, comes into my mind. And I don't know if Enoch kind of fizzled out and fizzled up or if he just disappeared, but he didn't die. He's just walking one day and he's walking with God. And then God said, you know what, why don't you just come on home? I think Enoch speaks to us in several ways. And we're going to camp out at the end in one particular way for just a few minutes. But let me just share what I think scripturally Enoch speaks to us about. He was a preacher, and he preached for 300 years. We know that. We know that from Jude. We know that when we put it with the scriptural account in Genesis here. And uh, you'll appreciate Enoch even more when you understand the type of world that he lived in. If you continue in reading the account, you get to chapter 6 in Genesis verse 4. Here's what it says. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward... When the sons of God went to the daughters of men and had children by them, they were the heroes of old, men of renown. Trust me, when you look at the accounts of the men referred to in chapter 6, verse 4, they're giants, the Nephilim, but they are godless giants. They would give birth one day to a Goliath giant, a Philistine, an enemy of God. They were godless giants. The Nephilim, when the children of Israel came into the uh, the promised land and Moses sent the 12 spies to explore the land, spies came back and they said, hey, it's a land flowing with milk and honey, just like God said. But the Nephilim are there, the giants, godless giants. That's the day Enoch lived a preacher of righteousness, a man who walked with God, and yet he walked in a world where there were godless giants that he would have to face. You keep on reading, verse 5, Genesis 6, the Lord saw how great man's wickedness on the earth had become and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. Evil abounded, wickedness everywhere. You read on in the story... Um God would send a guy named Noah. Noah to build a big ark because God is going to destroy the world because of the inclination of man's heart evil only all the time and so God said we got to put a stop to this. We got to get a new start. But listen, any of you who will repent and get into the ark you can be saved. Unfortunately, only 8 people got in the ark. You read the account, and by the time Noah comes along, Noah also, according to Peter, 2 Peter 2.5, was a preacher of righteousness. And in Noah's day, God finally set a date, a time, when the world of that day would end, when the wrath of God would be poured out.
0: so blessed to be able to share the Word of God with you on each new edition of The Living Word. Thanks for being a part of our valued listening audience. Pastor Danny will continue his study in the book of Hebrews next time, so we hope you'll join us again. We'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us as we continue to share the hope of salvation with the world. Would you join us in praying for the listeners of The Living Word? Pray that God would touch each person with His love and open their hearts to the truth of His Word. Please pray for us also. We want to continue following God's plan for this program no matter where He asks us to go. We know the power of prayer, and we appreciate you doing this for us. Would you also ask the Lord about contributing financially to the Living Word? This program is professionally produced to provide the best quality messages possible, so as not to distract from the message of the Bible. That does incur some costs, however, so if you feel led to give, visit our website at ccfstpete.church and click on the online giving guide under Forms. Any and all amounts are greatly appreciated and will be used to share the good news of Jesus' love for the world. Thank you for praying about this. That website once more is ccfstpete.church. With that, we've come to an end of our time with you today. We pray that God continues to bless you as you study His Word and open your heart to His unending love and grace. Thanks again for tuning in today to The Living Word.